If this is your first time tuning into a moon circle with me, welcome. My name is Vina Lene Rachel. I am a moon priestess, an intuitive, and a channeler of the divine, and I host these moon circles pretty much every new and full moon, at least as much as I can, just to help you learn a little bit more about lunar phases and lunar energy and also the particular new moon and full moon and what sign they're in. And I also touch base a little bit on Vedic astrology too. So you learn a lot about the moon when you tune into these circles. And I always host these for free. That's something that I've always made a goal to do is have these free circles every two weeks whenever I can. So I just want to welcome you in tonight. Um, we're going to talk a lot about Leo energy. We'll talk about Leo season. That's the season that we're in right now. We'll talk about that energy of the cosmic lion. We'll touch base on uh, the moon from the astrology of the Eastern world, Vedic astrology. We are also going to do a breathwork practice tonight. We are going to do some pranayama and then we'll do a little bit of a uh, mantra or vocal practice um, as well. Namaste and welcome to the Follow Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Vina Lene Rachel. I'm a moon priestess, intuitive, emotional alchemist, and channeler of the divine. And I've been diving into the world of the spiritual and metaphysical for over a decade now to self-heal my own trauma, become more emotionally stable, and cultivate my manifestation magic. I am so excited to now be bringing these same tools and techniques to you on this channel. There are a variety of ways for us to work on our higher selves. We can use practices like yoga, meditation, and breath work. We can receive energy work, crystal healing, or pull to row and oracle cards. We can call in our angels, ancestors, spirit guides, spirit animals, or more. Or maybe we find more alignment with astrology and the moon. I'm going to hold space for it all here on this channel. As you navigate each episode, I hope you find the guidance and wisdom you need to find your own path of self-healing and magic. May you become confident and courageous enough to continue to follow the path that best serves you. Thank you so much for tuning into this channel and trusting me to be a part of your unique journey. It truly is an honor to do this work and be here. Let's dive into today's episode. Okay, I think we will go ahead and get started. And of course, if you are uh, tuning into the replay, welcome, just as much as you're tuning into the live. If this is your first time tuning into a moon circle with me, welcome. My name is Vina Lene Rachel. I am a moon priestess, an intuitive, and a channeler of the divine, and I host these moon circles pretty much every new and full moon, at least as much as I can, just to help you learn a little bit more about lunar phases and lunar energy and also the particular new moon and full moon and what sign they're in. And I also touch base a little bit on Vedic astrology too. So you learn a lot about the moon when you tune into these circles. And I always host these for free. That's something that I've always made a goal to do is have these free 
circles every two weeks whenever I can. So I just want to welcome you in tonight. Um, we're going to talk a lot about Leo energy. We'll talk about Leo season. That's the season that we're in right now. We'll talk about that energy of the cosmic lion. We'll touch base on uh, the moon from the astrology of the Eastern world, Vedic astrology. We are also going to do a breathwork practice tonight. We are going to do some pranayama and then we'll do a little bit of a uh, mantra or vocal practice um, as well. Amy says, hi, feeling feisty and fiery, not putting up with crap. Yep, that's definitely that fire energy that we are in right now. So before we get officially started, I would like to take a nice deep breath. If you can, find your posture, sit tall, maybe you even close your eyes. When you're ready, deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. Just let it all go, shake it out connect to gravity. Maybe this time you can bring your arms overhead, deep breath. Maybe a little bit of sound on your exhale. <sighs> Letting go of any stress. There's a siren in the background coming along. We'll go ahead and take one more deep breath. And exhale. <sighs> Letting go of any stress, tension. Just letting yourself loosen up and feel good. That is one thing that Leo energy is all about, loosening up and feeling good. And before we feel any better, let's just hold space for the siren going by right now. Always hoping that space is cleared Whew. to get where they need to go. that everything's okay. Sending a little Reiki there along the way. So I'm at home in my home office and it can be a little noisy also because I have the window open just because I smudge and I want to make sure to um, let the smoke leave the area. So we might hear a little bit of hustle and bustle outside, especially because we are in this peak of summer, right? And it is not quite dark here yet. I'm at 8 p.m. Central Time in the Midwest. And so there's still a lot of movement outside, a lot of traffic, a lot of things going on, a lot of energy. And you know what? I always say that if we can't, you know, turn within or tune within amongst all of this modern day chaos, how are we going to be able to do it when we really need to in a time of crisis, right? We have to learn to adapt to the modern day world and still be able to find our breath, find our peace, and be able to, you know, tune into our practices and rituals, even when, you know, maybe we're at home. And for my uh, own example, my spouse is downstairs playing video games right now. I'm sure my son's going to come home from grandparents any moment now. We might hear my son running around and yelling. He might even run upstairs and bang on the door, but the door is locked and he can't come in. So, you know, that's real life. But I'm still showing up to you to talk to you about the moon and a little bit more about what's going on with this Leo season. So I always start our moon circles by bringing in the five elements, and I do suggest that you do the same in any sort of um, moon ritual that you're doing. You know, remember that this moon is relative to our earthly planet, so we wanna bring in the magic of our earthly world best we can. I always start with a, um, 
earth element with an earth element some sort of crystal or gemstone and tonight I'm bringing in the energy of carnelian now I want to make note that if you don't have these tools that's perfectly okay you can simply just receive the energy um, of these tools that I'm bringing into the ether tonight where we connect great space where there is no limitation and so you do receive the energy um, of these stones and these other elements I'm bringing in but if you do have these elements you can bring them into your own ritual or circle as well or anything else that you feel called to bring in you know it's your practice when you're tuning into the moon or you're having any sort of spiritual ceremony you tune in however you feel called for me i feel called to bring in the five elements so starting with this carnelian i'm going to bring this up to you nice and close got some light on it for my ring light there but you can notice how it's different on one side versus the other. So we have kind of this light red side, and then you turn it over and there's this very dark vascular red side. And so both sides are red, just different shades of red. And I like this stone because it works with the energy of our heart, which is big Leo energy. Anytime we're in Leo energy, we're working with our heart chakra. And carnelian also works with our heart. A carnelian can also help to ignite feelings of confidence, bravery, courage, some of those qualities that Leo energy holds. Now, Leo is also ruled by the sun. Anytime we're in new moon energy, we're aligning with the sun. If I was the earth, my earthly human body, and the sun was over here off to the side, the moon would be in between. And that's why everything's lining up in the same energy. You know, we've been in the solar season of Leo since July 22nd, since last Thursday, so for about a week now. So um, now the moon is lining up with that energy and pulling in that Leo energy as well. Leo is ruled by the sun. The new moon is ruled by solar energy. So sunstone is another great crystal for you to work with. Again, I'll bring that up to the camera for you to take in if you're on the video here. So notice the different speckles there of orange, and there's a little bit of a reflection, kind of a rainbowy or iridescent reflection, almost like a pearl reflection. Sunstone is great to help ignite the energy of our solar plexus, our third energy center, and that is the chakra related to Leo season. Sunstone also just helps you connect to solar energy, so it's a great stone to work with as well. If you're like, how do I work with these stones? Well, you could simply have these on your altar right now during this new moon portal or during this lunar cycle or during Leo season. You might sleep with these under your pillow or under your bed. You might meditate with these stones, maybe like on your heart and your solar plexus, so on your heart and your belly, lying on your back or underneath as you're sleeping. You know, a lot of different ways to work with these stones. So you decide whatever you feel called to do. Now, in addition to the crystals, I also like to bring in some sort of smudging material to connect to that root or earth energy. Tonight, I'm just bringing in simple white sage. I always start out by saying, please make sure that you are sourcing your white sage from an ethical, sustainable place. I know that I get my stuff from a good place and this isn't getting um, stolen off of indigenous land or being sourced in an unethical or you know unspiritual way. 
But white sage is very cleansing. It's very purifying. It's great to use on new moons. I'm going to combine this earth element of white sage with the element of fire, bringing in another element. And eventually that's going to create a third element. It's going to start to give off some smoke or wind or air, however you want to perceive it. Oh, it smells so good. And the smoke is purifying, so I'm going to take that around me. And I'm going to take that around all of the tech that I'm using to communicate to you with. And just let you get some of that smoke. Start to see it come up through the camera here. Quite a bit coming to you right now, so some of you need the smoke. You need the cleansing. It's always interesting when you do smudging in group situations, whether it be digitally or in person, because the smoke will change. Notice how the smoke will migrate to different areas. Right now it's going over to the left by my computer. My computer's been a lot of places. I've been traveling over the past week. Now it's moving directly above and out the window. And it's not coming to me at all because I know that I've already been smudging and cleansing and doing a lot of energy work over the past few days. So I just know that, you know, we need to purify certain spaces definitely to you. So I'll bring it back to you and watch. It'll probably increase. <laughs> I like to play this game. It's always fun. And I always like to let it burn until it burns out, which it's almost done. So there we go. Now I'm also going to bring in some additional fire tonight, by the way. Just because this new moon is in a fire sign, Leo is a fixed fire sign, meaning it's fire energy that burns and burns and burns. And because we're in a new moon, a time of darkness, a time when we can't see as well outside, a time when that solar energy is blocked instead of being reflected back on the planet, it's a good time to light our own fires. So I'm just bringing in a couple of candles tonight, and I'll have those here in our little area. Nothing major, just some additional light. And of course, it's not completely dark outside yet. But I do suggest that you work with a lot of fire right now, whether that be lighting a bunch of candles on your altar or around your home. Perhaps you are able to build a fire outside. You get a nice bonfire going or you have a fire pit, maybe you invite some friends over for that, or you just hang out by yourself, whatever you enjoy. You know, Leo's a very social sign, so you might feel the urge during this new moon to actually hang out with friends or be out in the external, when typically you don't feel that way on a new moon. You know, new moons are a time when gravity is stronger on Earth because you know, that solar energy is blocked. The moon is not as amplified as it would be in a full moon. And so we connect to the energy of Earth, as this candle lights up when I say that. <laughs> we connect to the energy of Earth more than the energy of the moon. So, you know, even though new moons typically make us feel that way, we are in a fire moon. And Leo is the life of the party, the life of the cosmic party, and really likes to put themselves out there. So, you know, you might not want to be 
inside. You might not want to rest as much. If you're trying to sleep and you're not sleeping well and you're restless because of that or you can't focus in your meditation, let it go. You know, this past weekend, last weekend, literally the day that we shifted into Leo season, and I'm a Leo rising, by the way, I went home. I went home to Oklahoma. That's where I'm from, if you didn't know that. And I went home to see a really good friend of mine, in fact, my best friend, who I haven't seen in nine years because she's been, I've been in another country, and then she's been in in another country, and now she's moved back, and at least for a little bit. So I went home to see her, and one of the things that I did that I don't normally do is during my whole travels, my four days away, I did not do really barely any yoga, barely meditated, definitely didn't read the book I brought along, I didn't journal, I didn't do any of my spiritual stuff that I normally do. And sometimes it's okay to do that, you know, sometimes if we can't focus or we're just not feeling it, We can let that go for a while. We can take a little break. I took a little spiritual break. And now I'm back into my groove feeling a lot better and a lot more insightful and a lot more intuitive about some things that are going on. So if you're feeling the same, you know, if you're feeling like you can't focus right now on your meditations or you're just too restless to sit still for your yoga practice, if you don't want to be inside, if you're feeling like you're crawling the walls, get out. Do the things out in the outer world that make you happy because Leo is all about doing what makes you happy. Lighting your fires and fanning your flames, your flames of desire for what you want and what you need, and also just those flames of fun and excitement and adventure. That's what fire energy is all about. So bring that into your life right now, especially during this lunar portal. Go and set some intentions that bring more fire into your life, but also let yourself be open throughout this Leo season until August 22nd and kind of throughout, um, you know, the rest of this lunar cycle just to make yourself feel good and prioritize those things that stoke your fires more. So moving on, we've brought in the elements of earth, of fire, of wind. We've got to bring in water now. I always suggest that you have water to drink, especially during a new moon. Water is very purifying. It helps to cleanse you and to reset. New moons are a time of new beginnings. We're at the beginning of a new lunar cycle. This happens about every 29 and a half days. And so we're on day one of that new lunar cycle. And we want to spend this next lunar, um, this next month or this next lunar month, you know, open to everything that can come our way. And Leo, you know, being a fire sign is related to our third chakra, our solar plexus, our fire element internally, which is also responsible for our digestion. So drinking a lot of water can really help move your energy through your digestive center, through your solar plexus, and keep all of your energy flowing all the way down to help keep you more grounded. So definitely have some water on hand if you'd like, maybe a little lemon water as well, just to add to that purification process. Now, in addition to having water, I like to use the power of aromatherapy. The oils that I use are steam distilled, so they connect us to the energy of water as well as the energy of earth, and they're higher frequency than the human, right? So they help to up-level our frequency. 
First, I suggest working with the oil. Where is it? Bergamot. And we've used this oil off and on lately, but bergamot is the oil of empowerment and it works with your solar plexus. So I always suggest that you dilute your oils if you're using them topically. Maybe you combine this with a little olive oil and rub it directly on your belly. But really, I just like to smell it. I like to put it in my diffuser or literally just smell it right from the bottle. Anytime I need a little confidence boost or a little bit of aid in my solar plexus energy, a little wake up, I'll smell bergamot. Bergamot gives you a lot of confidence, a lot of empowerment. So if you need that right now, use bergamot. Now the other oil I would suggest using is cassia. I mentioned that this moon is a fire moon and it's a good time to connect to some of those spicier, hotter oils. Cassia is great to use because it's not as potent as cinnamon and not as powerful as clove, but you still get that same kind of scent and effect. It's also very grounding. You know, one of the things that we can do to fight extra fire, you know, Amy, you're in this kind of like take no shit attitude, right? Cover the ears if you need to. Um, you know, and maybe that's a great thing for you, but if you're feeling like you're too assertive right now, or you're too aggressive right now, you might wanna utilize some cassia to help ground you back in. You know, we throw dirt on the fire to help calm the flames. So you could literally dilute cassia and put it on the bottoms of your feet to help ground and connect to your root chakra. You can also smell this one really nice. Oh my gosh, it smells so good. I love it. Um, you could also put it in your water so you can make a tea out of it just with like one to two drops. One drop if you can. Sometimes people go, oh, like two drops came out of the bottle. That's fine. But one to two drops and you can make a little tea or put it in your water. And that will also aid your digestive system. So this does help you with your solar plexus, your third energy center as well. It just kind of keeps the energy moving there. I also suggest that if you have doTERRA oils working with Citrus Bliss, the um, the invigorating blend, fire is very invigorating, but Citrus Bliss is a combination of um, citrus oils and vanilla, and it smells divine, and it's really nice for just kind of uplifting your mood, putting you in a good mood, and helping you to prioritize bliss. This third energy center, solar plexus, that rules Leo energy, or Leo rules it, vice versa. It's all about bliss and joy and what makes you happy. So if you're struggling to prioritize bliss right now, and you have access to doTERRA oils, you might want to get your hands on some citrus bliss. By the way, if you're local, I can order this for you. And then finally, Madagascar vanilla oil. Now certainly you could do vanilla bean or some other way that you could utilize vanilla, but if you have true Madagascar vanilla oil, this is going to connect you to that energy to uplift your frequency. It's also going to connect you to the energy of Africa, Madagascar, you know, these 
these hotter places on our planet that connect us to the sun. And this is also a place where the lions roam, Madagascar, right? So if you're trying to connect to this lion Leo energy, you might wanna use a little Madagascar vanilla in your life. Now again, you could put this in your tea or a hot water. You could also diffuse it or smell it, dilute it and rub it right on you, maybe on your heart smells divine once again you know when i grew up does anybody remember that scent in vanilla fields it had like a hummingbird i always loved that scent and now that i have madagascar vanilla oil it always reminds me of that vanilla fields it smells so good okay so we have all four elements here we have to bring in the fifth element we already are using it it's the ether I mentioned it before it's the internet it's the way that you're connecting to me whether you're listening to the replay on the podcast whether you are watching the replay on YouTube or social media or you're tuning in live this space where we connect this is a place that withstands time dimensions of space Anything that we do here will last forever, and the more people that tune in in the future will only amplify the energy that we're already cultivating and creating. So we're holding space for anybody that tunes into this transmission in the future as we connect through the ether tonight. So with that, bringing in these five elements, I always like to then move on to inviting in the guides and guardians of the five elements, of the five directions, just to seal in our circle and connect the energy more. You can certainly listen to this prayer with me whenever you're ready. Deep breath in, deep breath out, relax and attune. I'll begin by inviting in the guides and guardians of the east with their element of air, that purifying smoke from our white sage, and also just the air and wind of new beginnings. You know, we're in this new moon energy, this day one of the Leo lunar cycle, and we know that it's like taking a fresh breath of air to clear out what was left over from the cancer lunar cycle and make space for what's ahead. And so we thank the guides and guardians of the element of air and of the East for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire in this fiery Leo new moon, fixed fire energy, flames that just continue to burn and burn with excitement. They continue to burn almost out of control. And so we do ask the guides and guardians of the fire, kind of the cosmic firefighters to come into our circle tonight to help guide us and help to direct us as we build our fires as we spark our flames, as we continue to fan what burns. We thank you for the element of transformation that will help us continue to grow and change. We thank the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire for being in our circle tonight. And we also invite in the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water always impacted by lunar energy, the ocean's tides, the ocean's waves. 
when the coral and the beings of the ocean reproduce and rebirth and spawn. It's all connected to that water and lunar energy. We also invite in water to help purify us, to help cleanse us, to wash away what no longer serves, and to cool our fiery energy and tempers if need be. To help us be more fluid and go with the flow and be more present in the waters of time. We thank the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the North with their element of Earth. So much magic on this earthly planet, whether we're utilizing crystal, healing energy, aromatherapy, just the power of hydration, the power of water, that sweet nectar of life, the power of smoke from the smudgy materials. So much magic on the earth. And we know the earth also can help ground us when we're feeling a little out of control. And that might be happening with this Leo new moon. And if it is, we definitely invite in the guides and guardians of the north. But we invite in these guides and guardians of earth regardless of whatever we need to help ground the energy of what we bring into our circle tonight. And finally, we invite in the guides and guardians of the ether, the fifth element, the Akash, the space where angels and deities and archangels and cosmic beings reside. Beings from other dimensions that we feel but cannot see, that we sense. We invite in source consciousness and source healing light knowing that these energies will be directed wherever they need to go. We trust in the flow. And we thank the guides and guardians of the fifth element, the ether, for being in our circle tonight. Hmm. And with that, our circle is officially, officially open, even more than it already was. <laughs> and I just want to continue to maybe talk a little bit more about Leo energy. So Leo is this cosmic lion. It's lion, lioness energy. It's a time to go after what we want to kind of hunt our dreams and go after our intentions and to be brave about it. You know, we always associate the brave, um, brave, or sorry, we associate bravery and courage with the lion. And so we're bringing in those qualities of being brave and courageous right now. And maybe that's about setting boundaries so that you can be more intentional towards your dream life. Or, you know, maybe it's just about saying no, having the courage to say no around the things that don't make you happy or don't align with your energy, don't align with your most authentic self. And, you know, Leo season is also a time when we get a little brave to be authentic, to really show up and be who we are. So if you've been looking for that energy or, you know, that cosmic permission to be authentic and be who you are and not really care what others think, this is the time to do it with this new moon. 
day one of this lunar cycle, you know, it's time to step into who you are and what makes you happy, you know, dress in the way that makes you comfortable. I've got a little hole in my pants. I would have never dressed this way, showing up in a professional way in the past, you know, just, you know, this tank top is a little low and I'm kind of broke out in my chest from being in hot Oklahoma last week and sweating and I just don't care. You know, this is my authentic self, no makeup. This is my authentic self at home in my office with my family downstairs and noise going by. This is myself. This is what makes me happy though. I'm in my little nook in my corner in my new office and I'm broadcasting to you and I've been doing these moon circles for, gosh, for about four or five years now and I'm also getting into podcasting so I've got my podcast recording and, you know, I'm just in my element being in the five elements if you know what I mean and, you know, that is what Leo season is about, doing what makes you happy and being brave enough to continue to do what makes you happy and don't do what doesn't make you happy. It seems like such a simple philosophy of life, but we are all people pleasers, myself included. I'm guilty with that. And we've been in the season of cancer. We've been in the season of the cosmic crab or the cosmic parent. And you might've felt this need to kind of take care of people or show up to others more than yourself or kind of give, 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 instead of just allowing yourself to rest or nurture or receive. But you know what? The energy has shifted out of that water now. We are in fiery Leo season, and he, Leo season doesn't care. Doesn't care if they really burn somebody else along the way. They just do what they please, and they do what they want, and they do what makes them happy. And while, yes, that does have its downfall, we are in the new moon, the darkness of the Leo sign. So there might be times when you're getting a little extra selfish, and that might hurt somebody or burn somebody along the way. So we want to be mindful of that. But it is a time to prioritize numero uno, yourself above all else, especially if you have been giving to the external, taking care of others. Now is the time to nurture and take care of yourself. I think this is a beautiful segue into the Vedic astrology of this moon. And I always start by saying I'm not an expert in Vedic astrology, but I did travel to India about four and a half years ago. I came across Vedic astrology, became super interested in it. I think that it is a really interesting thing to um, tune into in addition to Western astrology or what we tune into um, in America for the most part because it gives you a different perspective that is kind of the same. And I'll tell you what I mean by that by talking about Pushya Nakshatra. So this moon is in the lunar mansion known as Pushya Nakshatra, also known as the star of nourishment. So remember how I said Leo season in the Western world, Leo season is all about getting a little selfish so that you can tend to your energy and you can nurture yourself and you can nurture your dreams and you can do what makes you happy. So in a way you start nurturing your bliss and your joy. Well, in Vedic astrology on the Eastern side of the world, it's pretty much the same thing. Pushya Nakshatra, the star of nourishment is encouraging you to prioritize what you need 
to make yourself feel better? You know, what is your medicine? Maybe it is socializing with friends. For me, me and my friends talked about how our little meetup this weekend was soul medicine. We needed that and it right, you know, right at the beginning of Leo season, me being a Leo rising, I needed that soul medicine to just be at home and be in my element and be in a place where I can be my authentic self and be with people who support me and and you know see me for who I am and know what I've been through and love me for who I am. It just felt so good to do that. But maybe that's not your case. Maybe it's not surrounding yourself with people. Maybe it's you being by yourself or maybe it's you, you know, just taking care of yourself in a way that you know you need. Maybe you tune into a little singing bowl on YouTube singing bowl video, or maybe you go for a hike out in nature, or maybe you just treat yourself to a really nice dinner. You know, one of the things that I did to kind of nourish myself, I guess, is I when I went home over this past weekend, I was gonna stop at this cookie place and get cookies at one of my favorite cookie places, and I just really decided not to. I said, you know what? I need to really be low sugar right now. I need to take care of myself. I've been really good with my diet. And as in regards to diet, not a lifestyle, um, or sorry, lifestyle, not a diet, not like restricting myself, but just be cutting out my sugar and cutting out the way that influences me. So I decided not to get the cookies. And I don't know if you know this about me. Some of you know this. I'm a cookie monster. Cookies are my jam. As far as any dessert, it's cookies. For me, hands down, cookies. And for me to not get the cookies was a little like, whoa, out of my element, a little different. But this is the interesting thing. By not going and getting the cookies, this cookie trailer thing, food truck trailer thing came through town today with these amazing cookies. And I said, you know what? New Moon and Leo, I'm gonna do what I want. Cookies make me happy. I'm gonna go get me some cookies. And that's exactly what I did. Just went and got a bunch of cookies from this cookie place because it makes me feel good. And now I've got like cookies for days in my fridge and they're amazing and like one or two bites is all you need. <laughs> but it satisfies my soul, gives me a little bit of medicine to make me happy. And you know, that's my nourishment right now. Now is it nourishing to my body? All of that sugar and definitely butter and definitely flour, definitely gluten. No, probably not. But I tell this to people all the time, especially some of my clients that have had what I call diet trauma. Sometimes you have to let go of the guilt or let go of thinking so hard about the thing and how it impacts you and instead just allow yourself to be in the moment of bliss. If you know that you are practicing moderation and you are doing something that makes you happy, then let go of the guilt or the consequences if you know it's not really going to do much damage. Yeah, I might feel a little bloated later, right? I might feel like, oh, I had a lot of sugar, right? I'm kind of feeling that already, a little sugar rush from the cookie, cookie bite I had earlier, a little cookie sample. But in the grand scheme of things, having these cookies makes me happy tonight. I'm going to, you know, watch a movie and eat some cookies and hang out with my family later, and that just makes me happy. So nourish yourself in whatever medicine you feel called. You know, don't get hung up on this word medicine. That doesn't mean, you know, taking your supplements or restricting your diet unless you feel called that you need to. Maybe your medicine is throwing a couple of drops of Madagascar vanilla 
in your diffuser, putting it in your bathroom, filling yourself up a nice hot bath, and just chilling out in the bath for an hour listening to some soothing music or a murder mystery podcast or reading a book <laughs> or whatever you want, right? Prioritizing what your spirit and your soul is asking you to do. You know, we did a yoga nidra in my studio last night and the sankalpa, the theme, the intention that we had um, the students envisioning over and over again was all about the things that make them happy, the practices that make them happy, their bliss practices, things they do to make themselves feel better, whether that's a hot bath or a nice meal or going for a run or a hike, whatever it was, they kind of envision that in their mind and set the priority um, that that was going to happen in their future. We use Yoga Nature in my studio to co-create our future reality. Okay, so Amy says, I understand you can't just have one cookie. Yeah, for sure, you know, you can't just have one, but you can certainly just like have, have a cookie or two and still not feel bad about it. And she also said, I believe if you're happy eating the cookie, it's all good. Yeah, and this is what I'm getting back to. You know, before I got into the yoga world, I was in personal training and I was a fitness instructor and I, I dealt in the transformation industry, as I call it. And I still do, but in a different way, not so much caught up on the body image and whatnot. But when I dealt with people that were dealing with weight loss and dealing with diet, I explained to them that, you know, there are some people in the world, and we all probably know somebody, that they can eat, 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 eat whatever they want from wherever, and it seems to have no physical impact on them. They seem to be healthy no matter what. Well, that's because they don't attach that guilt to that thing that they're eating, or they don't attach you know, that shame. And shame is one of the lowest frequencies you can feel, right? So, you know, when we just enjoy the thing for the moment, when we just eat the food and enjoy it because it tastes amazing and it's blissful in our mouth and it's blissful in our bellies and it makes us happy and we don't worry about shaming ourselves or putting guilt around it, then that food probably isn't really going to impact us at all. The cookie that I eat tonight, if I just sit in bliss and enjoy the cookie and be grateful for the cookie and enjoy the moment, it's probably going to be fine tomorrow. And so embrace bliss, you know, in the moment of the experience, whatever it is. Now certainly, you know, Leo, Leo is the life of the cosmic party, right? They like to be the center of attention, the center of the limelight, the the center of the party, maybe the one throwing the party even. And that doesn't mean, you know, you go out and you drink yourself crazy and you go, I'm living in my bliss. I'm just going to drink, drink, drink and have a great time. But it does mean, you know, having that drink or two and being safe about it, being safe to your body, loving your body as you have the drinks, having no shame, having no guilt, being smart around it. And you're probably not really going to have very much of a negative impact at all, if at all, you're going to have a really good time and you're going to enjoy those drinks. So, you know, nourish yourself in whatever way feels good to you. In Vedic astrology, this Pushya Nakshatra, the star of nourishment, it's represented by a cow or a cow's udder or the milk that comes from the cow. So it kind of represents this La Dolce Vita, this sweetness of life, you know, ultimately being like the universal cow that's giving the sweet nectar of life that you're taking in from the nourishment, or sorry, nourishing yourself from the udder of that universal cow. This is a time to experience life, to have that meal or that nice glass of wine or to be with your friends 
or to just turn off from your spiritual practices or to take a little break or take a little vacation, to be wild and free and fun and just do it all in a way that you know will continue to keep your flames burning with control. You know, when you get out of control, we think about these wildfires that get out of control and we're starting to move towards that energy right now. Fires burning out of control, you know, we aren't in that energy right now. We're in the new moon. We're in the beginning of the Leo season. We have the ability to manage the flames, to do a controlled burn. We can still let our fires burn and we can let them burn pretty strongly and we can really be in our bliss and be in our joy or maybe make really big changes and transformations to be in our more authentic self. But we do it in a controlled way. We do it in moderation one step at a time. I want to just segue a little bit farther into the Eastern world and the star of Sirius because Sirius, also known as the dog star, um, this is the, it's, it's a star that's actually bigger and brighter than our sun and older than our sun. And it's been used for a long time. It's kind of known as our spiritual sun and it relates to Leo energy. We have to bring in the concept of Sirius right now because the Lion's Gate portal opened up with the rising of this new moon in Leo. It started a couple of days ago around July 26th. It's actually going to peak, the Lion's Gate portal will peak on August 8th and then it will close on August 12th. What does this mean? Well, this means that Sirius the dog star Sirius is rising right now and will peak in its exaltation and light and brightness in our sky on August 8th and then disappear again around August 12th or, you know, dim out in its um, energy by August 12th. Now, this was also a time when the Nile rose in Egypt. The Nile would start to flood and rise as the Sirius star started to rise in the sky. And this symbolized a time of great fertility, a, a time of great nourishment. Again, the water was nourishing the crops that they had planted, the seeds that they had planted. And this also represented the nourishment of Everybody around, right? The Egyptians were able to go and receive the water and store water and have more nourishment because it was a time of water, right? It was a great time for us to tune into the concept of our creative waters rising. Leo, being this fire energy, gets on fire for projects and, and purpose and passion. And it's a time for us to also feel that kind of rising up in us. So this is a season, especially with this Lion's Gate portal, to really work on ourselves and work on our dreams and work on our visions. And maybe if we've put those things on the back burner, just like we might have put ourselves on the back burner, it's time to let it all rise back up again. It's time to check back in and go, what do I want to create in this life? How do I want to live in my most potential bliss? You know, this is a time of bliss and I'm having fun this Leo season. How can I keep this train rolling all the time? 
that's the energy that we want to tune into right now. And it really doesn't matter whether you're looking at things from the eastern side of the world or from Egypt or the western side of the world. It is a time for you to pay attention to what your soul and your spirit wants and really focus and direct your energy to go there. Diane, you are aligned in a pretty incredible way. <laughs> your birthday is on the peak of the Lion's Gate portal. And by the way, this doesn't change every year. Your birthday is on the peak of the Lion's Gate portal every year. So you've really got that lion-hearted energy in you. I have no doubt that's also why you went through Conscious Creatress last year. <laughs> which I'm going to talk about tonight. Actually, the first thing that I want to talk about, we're going to do a couple of practices, by the way, tonight. We're going to do a breathwork practice. I'm going to do a tarot reading. We're going to do a little bit of a mantra practice. But I do want to segue really quick right now because we're talking about this Lion's Gate portal. I want to talk about something I'm actually doing with the peak of the Lion's Gate portal. I am doing a free three-part manifesting masterclass three free part manifesting masterclass and that's going to be here online i'm still working out the kinks of where i'm actually going to host it i'm trying to host it on youtube it might end up on facebook wherever it's at the recordings will of course be available but you do have to sign up in order to receive that information to receive um, the link for where we go live and also to receive the recordings. Now, part one is all about manifesting with the moon because we're in this Leo lunar cycle. We're in a new moon in Leo. And I really want to talk about the phases of the moon and how we use that energy to work towards our dreams. So part one will be all about manifesting with the moon. And that's going to be on Sunday, August 7th at 7 p.m. Central Time. Now again, I'm not telling you where. You have to sign up for the masterclass in order to receive all of the info. But you can go to venalinae.com slash manifesting masterclass to sign up for free. That's venalinae.com slash manifesting masterclass to sign up for free. And these, um, this link will be in the show notes, whether you're listening to the podcast, watching the YouTube. Um, there should be a link already hooked up to the Facebook uh, video. If you don't see that already, it should be there. If not, I will put it in the comments after this video. Free masterclass if you wanna get closer to your dreams, if you really wanna start understanding how to get closer to your dreams. I'm gonna explain it in three easy steps through a uh, three-part workshop. So we will also tune in at 8 p.m. Central Time on Monday, August 8th at the peak of the Lionsgate portal and also on Tuesday, August 9th. So tune into that. Make sure that you sign up for that. If you tune into my newsletter, if you got my Moon uh, Musings newsletter today, I also included the link there. So lots of places to sign up. I will be reminding you lots of places as well. Don't worry, you'll get more of it um, if you forget today. So in addition to that, I also want to let you know that I do have enrollment coming up for Conscious Creatress. Enrollment is not quite open yet. It will be open with the peak of the Lionsgate portal. So if you have missed my signature 16-week manifestation program, 
it is coming back with the Lionsgate portal. Because I'm a Leo rising, I gotta let that rise back up again because that program was a dream of mine. Well, gosh, it's been a dream of mine for about seven years and it was definitely a dream of mine starting about three years ago. Um, when COVID hit, when the global pandemic hit, I really had to restructure how I did my business and what I wanted to do. I brought in the program that was in the scribble notes, in my notebooks, and in the back of my mind, and the thing that I always wanted to create. I finally created it, I launched it, and I continue to let it be my kind of signature thing now. So it was once a dream, now I'm bringing it out into the world, I'm letting it rise back up again with open registration starting here pretty soon. So if you wanna get back into that with early bird pricing, stay tuned, you will have the opportunity to do so very soon. I'm a little tongue-tied today. I'm not really sure what's going on there. I'm going to grab a drink of water just to wet my whistle. I might just be talking fast. That's the thing that happens when I get into that fire element. And also when I channel, I start talking really fast. So you can always listen to this uh, on a slower speed or watch it on a slower speed if you need to. So I wanna do a breathwork practice in the spirit of Leo season. I want to invite you into lion's breath. We're gonna do it a few times. We're going to nourish our throat chakra. We're gonna get it all open and fired up for our mantra practice. But first we've gotta get any energy kind of unstuck and out of there so that we can truly express ourselves. Remember that this Leo season is about expressing our most authentic self and expressing ourselves comes from our throat chakra, our vocal cords, how we let everything out, right? So we're gonna let out a little bit of a roar through a breathwork practice. Now the roar is gonna come on the exhale. We're gonna inhale through our nose, we're gonna exhale through our mouth. As we exhale, we're gonna create a little bit of vibration or growl in the throat because we're gonna stick out our tongue. We're gonna stick it out really far, really stretch the throat, and then the air moving through will create a little bit of vibration and we can also bring some sound into that. It's gonna look like this. It's gonna look like an inhale of, an exhale of, hear that growl, that roar. Maybe a purr with you. You might get more sounds or vibrations. You also have the option to look up. So you can look up kind of into your third eye or roll your eyes back as you stick your tongue out and exhale. So let's try that if you wanna join me. Deep breath in. Stick your tongue out, look up, exhale. And that's just a little way to vibrate the throat. So let's do that maybe one or two more times. When you're ready, deep breath in. Lion's breath, exhale. One more. Let everything go. Shake it out. Feel everything moving through the throat. And now we're gonna get a little bit more expressive. If you are here live, and I see that several of you are, I want you to utilize the chat. I want you to get prideful. If you're tuning into the replay later, I want you to get prideful. 
just for now, just for this new moon circle. I want you to be surrounded by people that are excited for you, that want to clap for you, that want to cheer you on and encourage you, and that want to stoke the fires of your ego a little bit. Because let's be real, you deserve it. You have been giving to so many others. You've been praising everybody else and complimenting everybody else. But don't you secretly just want a little bit of it for yourself, for all of the hard work and recognition? Don't you want a little bit more, eh? <laughs> so in the comments, in the chat, I want you to get prayful. I want you to mention what you are proud of right now. What are your accomplishments? What are you proud of? Put it in the comments. It can be little. For me, I'm proud that I let go of the concept of, oh, I'm eating sugar. Oh, this isn't good for my health. And I just went and bought some cookies and I'm gonna eat a cookie tonight in pure bliss. And I'm proud of myself to, for doing that because you know, years ago, I went through eating disorders and anorexia. And, you know, anytime I got down with, you know, my image, I wouldn't eat appropriately. And I definitely wouldn't have eaten a cookie. So I'm proud of myself for making it over that hump and getting over that situation, getting over that way of thinking or that mindset. And I'm able to eat whatever I want now. And I'm able to intuitively eat and I'm able to eat without guilt or shame. I'm really proud of that. And so I'm gonna give myself a little clap, a little pat on the back for that. I want you to put it in the comments too. Now I see several of you are here, so don't hold back. I want you to put things in the comments that you are proud of. I am proud of setting a boundary when going home to just be in my element and just be with my friends and not feel guilty for not meditating as much or not doing as much yoga as I, as I should. I'm proud of myself for setting a boundary and just doing what I want and doing what made me happy. You know, I'm proud of myself for getting ready to celebrate the five-year anniversary of opening my yoga studio. You know, having my own yoga studio five years ago was a dream and now it's a reality and my studio is thriving and I'm so excited about that and I'm so proud of that and I'm just going to boast about that for a moment. I'm going to put that out there because this is a space where we're being prideful right now. Come on, I want you guys to exercise your throat chakra. And you know, later on, if you tune into the replay and you wanna put it there, go for it. But I really want you to put this out here. You know, what are you prideful for? Put it in the comments. Amy says she's proud of herself for starting a new career in counseling. Yes, sister, making that shift, making that transition. I know it wasn't easy for you. She said a client told me today that she could tell that I liked working as a counselor. See, you're in your element and you're stoking your fires. And it took you some time and some effort to get there and you're still working on it, but you're there and you're doing it and you're doing what makes you happy, right? And I'm gonna clap for you. And we're all gonna clap for you, virtually clapping, virtually snapping, giving you that moment of recognition, letting you be in the limelight because you deserve it. You deserve it, Amy. You deserve it, sister. Snaps for you. Put more in there if you want. Don't let it just be one thing. Put more in there if you want. You know, I'm proud of myself that I have, you know, gotten to a point that I do what I want for a living because some of you may not know that 10 years ago, I was working 
in a completely different world. I did not practice yoga. I was not in my spiritual element. I knew nothing about the moon. I was in retail management and I was just doing the thing. I was just, you know, earning the paycheck and going to work and, and getting the salary job and I was certainly not enjoying it. And then when I lost that job and I had the opportunity to, you know, make a new transition, I decided that for once I was going to do what makes me happy. I was going to do for me. And for me, it was becoming a yoga teacher and practicing more yoga and getting paid to do that. And then moving on to diving into the world of astrology and the moon and really deciding that I can make a living doing stuff with astrology and the moon. And now here I am doing that. And, and also, you know, setting up the standard that I want to have free offerings every month. And part of that are these moon circles. But I'm really proud of myself that I've gotten to that point that I can do what I love for a living and I'm thriving at it. And I have people that support me like all of you here on this circle or all of you tuning in to the replay. So, you know, giving myself a little clap, a little snap, a little pat on the shoulder for saying, I'm going to do what makes me happy. I'm not going to jump into the nine to five grind. I'm sorry I keep looking over here. There's a bunch of bats swarming outside of the window. They can't get in. It's a glass window, but I'm just not used to seeing so many bats like right there. So <laughs> sorry if I keep looking off to the side, but yes, you know, we gotta clap for ourselves. We gotta support each other. So again, who else is here? Who else is here? Who else wants to put something in that they're proud of themselves for? You know, here's another one. Amy says she's proud of herself for all the shadow work this year. A work in progress of transforming her fearful dragons into personal power. Mm, I like that. I'm gonna read that again. A work in progress of transforming my fearful dragons into personal power. I gotta give some snaps to that. How many of us are working on our shadows right now? How many of us are diving into that deep, deep work on ourselves and really uncovering the layers? Diving into the depths of our feelings and our emotions and our trauma. Raise your hand if you're doing that right now in the comments. Raise your hand if you're working on yourself. If you're working on those dark parts of yourself that you're maybe not proud of, that you're still not wanting to shine through, but they are. Raise your hand if you're loving yourself no matter what. Raise your hand if you're working to love all facets of yourself. You know, raise your hand if you are doing the damn thing, if you are doing the hard work because you deserve it. You deserve recognition if you're doing it. Even if it's just a hand in that comments, I want to see it. I want to see that hand. Alice, Alice says that she is happy. Um, she's happy for you. She's, oh, she's happy for me. Well, thanks, Alice. Um, she is proud that she had a good day and she had a happy day. Yes, you can be proud of being in your bliss. You can be proud of being joyful. This is something that me and my friends talked about this weekend, my friends that have been my friends for like 20, 30 years. We talked about how hard it is to boast when other people are you know, down. You know, the whole world right now is suffering and there's a lot of negativity in the world. There is a lot of trauma. There is a lot of sadness. There is a lot of sickness. There is a lot of death. There is a lot of poverty. There's a lot of darkness in the world right now. But are you thriving? Are you thriving in it? And if you are, are you feeling a little guilty for it? I'm thriving in it. 
because this is my destiny. I'm here to do this spiritual work and thrive in this and probably get supported because it's supposed to be what I do. So I can't feel guilty about thriving and having a little bit of bliss and a little bit of joy amongst a time of suffering because Lord knows I have been through the suffering myself and I feel like I deserve to have happiness and I deserve to have bliss and maybe this is how I get it and I have to just detach from any guilt or shame and accept it and receive it and be grateful for it. So however you are, wherever you are, whatever the circumstance, if you are happy, if you're happy right now, I see you and I clap for you and I snap for you and I pat you on the back for being happy because you're doing whatever it takes to be happy and to prioritize your joy and to prioritize your bliss. And that deserves credit, that deserves recognition. So I see you, Alice. I see you trying and I see you having those happy days. And I'm proud of you for that. I'm proud of you for trying. Diane says she's proud of 22 years of being clean and sober. That's a big clap. 22 years of being clean and sober, working on the dark part still, raising her hand to that, reclaiming her love for music, searching for her center. Yes, sister, yes. We all see you. We're all so proud of you for being clean and sober, but continuing to do the damn thing, right? To do the dark work. It ain't easy, right? Just finding yourself. It is so hard for us to find ourselves, to find our true selves and to own it, to step into it, to be who we are. For all of us doing that, I see you. I clap for you. Big time. Look at these lights that were shining. As I pick it up, it wants to go out. <laughs> We're in control of it, right? We're in control of our joy, our bliss, of fanning our flames. And we can be our own cheerleader. And, you know, that's another part of Leo energy in this new moon is learning to be our own cheerleader, our own hype woman, hype man, to be that clapper, that own pat on the back because... Leos like to seek validation on the external. Leo energy is a look at me, look at me, look at what I can do. Give me attention. Love me for putting myself out there. But sometimes it's a little much. They get a little out of control. And they don't live at their most authentic self. So it's time for us to Seek the validation from within to get on this, this moon circle and just be proud that we're here showing up for ourselves, taking time for ourselves. Also, being proud of ourselves and how far we've come and the work that we're doing and the work that we've done and accomplished. Being proud of the dreams that we hold and having faith that we can get there. Being proud of who you are and how far you've come. With that, I'm going to give you a little cheers. I'm going to take a drink of water. <laughs> I'm 
We're coming up on our hour now, and that was our mantra practice, by the way. Simply putting it out there. What are you proud of? Maybe you put it in the comments. That's still through a chakra. That's expression. That's writing. That's words. Maybe you just said it out loud. Maybe you're at home right now and you're by yourself or you have the ability to just say out loud, you know what? I'm proud of myself. Say it. Say it right now. Nobody's around. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of who I've become. Let that be your mantra. So I want to finish with a tarot reading. I just want to share the three cards I pulled for our new moon in Leo. We've talked about Leo energy. We've talked about the Vedic astrology. We've done some breath work, lion's breath, done a mantra practice. Talked about working on our dreams. Maybe you're holding out for conscious creators to open up registration. Maybe you're going to sign up for that free manifesting masterclass. It's a three-day event. VinaLinnae.com slash manifesting masterclass to sign up for free. But I'm going to bring in the cards. I want to bring in just an additional message. I always like to do this just to give you some extra guidance, some extra insight. Maybe there's something else that needs to speak to you right now. I'm going to start by taking a deep breath. Taking a moment to recognize the cards the messages that they have to offer us tonight. We thank the cards for being in our circle, another earth element. We thank you, guides and guardians of the cards, for uh, bringing through the messages that we need to receive. I always pull a past, present, and future card. No different tonight. Our past card, I pulled the Ace of Swords. The Ace of Swords is always about new beginnings. It can be about, you know, kind of hard work paying off. We're recognizing all the shadow work that we've done, the efforts that we've made to be new people, to kind of cut ties with that previous version of ourselves. Swords are always about cutting ties, cutting cords, transforming. Leo, new moon, we're in a time of transformation. Maybe now, maybe everything's building up for you to make the change right now and the ace of swords is reminding you of that all that build up for you to cut the cord or make the change but it's also a time of hard work paying off so maybe you've had a lot of effort so far and um it's finally coming to that point where you can make the change or maybe you just needed permission with the card showing up now but the ace of swords is all about us starting over or starting again, or maybe going through a little bit of a rebirth, but it's all about grounding back in. You know, you've got this red square, you've got the number one, this sword is pointing up, it's kind of growing past the red square, it's growing up out of the earth. We know that anytime we make change, we are opening up an opportunity to, you know, grow and transform. So whatever you do, Whatever change you make, make sure it's a little bit heart-centered. Notice the pink on this card. And make sure that it's a change that helps ground you into your more authentic self. Get you closer to being who you truly are at your foundation. For the present card, I pulled the Page of Cups in reverse. 
So anytime we pull cups, cards, cups, cards, <laughs> tongue tied, um, cups are about emotions. It's about feeling your feelings and maybe not drinking them away. You know, this cup is got the red cape flowing out of it here from the page. And this could be a symbol of pouring out through the root chakra. So, um, you know, addictions and things like that can sometimes be related to root traumas. And that includes these addictions of drinking. So you don't need to be drinking away your problems right now. In fact, you need to be pouring that cup out instead of filling it up as much, right? The card is in reverse. But it is a time to be pouring out your emotions, right? Letting it all move through, digest it, get it out through the root chakra, get it out for good. So emotionally express right now. If you are feeling a certain way, you need to let it out. You need to be brave enough with this Leo new moon to say it, to express it. Be courageous enough to say how you feel or mean what you say. Anytime we pull page cards, it's a lesson it's a time of learning. It's a time of figuring it out. And, you know, Leo can be an energy that throws a little bit of a temper tantrum. It's a childlike energy. It is the energy of the sun and the energy of the child. And we might be feeling the need to act out right now. Or instead of containing our emotions around frustrations, we might blow up and let that fire take control. Now, be aware of how you're triggered right now because the fiery emotions, they're dangerous and they can cause a lot of damage. So remember that you are being given opportunities to learn right now. You're given opportunities to check in with your emotions and check in with your feelings and make sure that you are responding in a way that's from your heart and from your greater good. And then finally, for our future card, once again, I seem to be pulling the temperance card a lot, but this time I did pull it in reverse. Anytime we pull the temperance card, we are reminded to be patient. We again have these cups being poured water to water with the angel of time, dipping her toes into the river of time. And Leo's season, you know, it's a time of fire. It's a time when we get ahead of ourselves a little bit. We tend to worry about the future or dwell on the past instead of just living in the moment. <laughs> and at the same time that, you know, Leo wants all this attention and the ego wants to dwell on the past or get anxious about the future, there's also this piece of like kind of living life in the present. And the temperance card says, yes, this is where we need to be. We need to be in the present. We need to slow down. We need to kind of turn things around and upside down and look at them from a different perspective. And we need to change the way we feel about things. Leo season is a time of emotional alchemy. It's a time of learning how to feel good, even around the things that don't make us feel good, which isn't the easiest thing to do and takes some time right? This card also has the symbol of Sagittarius on it. And 
Sagittarius is connected to the planet of Jupiter. Jupiter just went retrograde today with this new moon in Leo. Jupiter is the planet of joy, of fun. And when she spins backwards, and she'll be doing so until November 23rd, we are being reminded to prioritize our joy and be a little fiery about it because this Jupiter retrograde is in Aries, <laughs> the sign of fire and cosmic war. You might need to go to battle right now as you set some priorities. You might need to get brave. You might need to really take back your power, be the alpha lion, and start ruling your life. But you do have the opportunity to live a life of joy, to create a life full of joy from now throughout the end of the year. Hmm. That is what I have for you tonight, Moon Sisters, Moon Brothers. Thank you for being with me with my speech being a little tongue-tied. I'm not really sure what's going on there, but it is what it is. I'm still here <laughs> having fun showing up with you. Might be all of that expression. You know, sometimes when we say things out loud, especially things like bragging about ourselves, <laughs> being prideful, right? Weird things can happen. I think that's what's going on with my tongue. I'm trying to be prideful and boastful. And this Leo son goes, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Think of others. <laughs> and then my tongue goes, Whoa. doesn't want to talk right. So our next new moon will be in Virgo, Earth Energy, coming in August towards the end of August. But our next moon circle will be the full moon in Aquarius on August 11th, the day before that Lionsgate portal closes. It's gonna be a powerful energy. We'll talk a lot about Aquarius energy and what that is because we are in the age of Aquarius now as well. So make sure to tune back in on the Vina Lene Facebook page, August 11th. 8 p.m. Central Time, celebrating full moon in Aquarius. And of course, the recordings will be available on my podcast, YouTube, website. Of course, this recording will be there as well. Namaste, Amy. It's a very inspiring, awesome thumbs up. Thanks, Diane. Thanks to everyone that's tuning in, replay or live. Sending you so many blessings with this Leo new moon, this Pushya Nakshatra. Lots of energy for you to tend to yourself and your energy. Put yourself first, knowing that it'll just help you show up to the world a little bit better on the other side. See you at our next new moon circle or full moon circle or maybe some other place on social media. Until then, namaste. I hope today's message served you. If you enjoy the Follow Your Path podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. As a thank you, every month I do a drawing from the reviews and I choose one person to win a free one hour, one-on-one -on -one soul coaching session with me. This can be done in person or online depending on where you are. I also feature reviews on my website and social media, so thank you for the feedback and the testimonials. 
It truly is an honor to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to meeting with you again in the next episode.